Welcome to the Goalie Corner presented by One Stop Goaltending. As always, I'm Michael Hales. Today, we have a special guest, goalie for University of Alaska Fairbanks, Gustav Davis Gregals. Gustav is a Latvian goalie who is currently in his fourth year at uh, U of A and has a 2.44 goals against average and a 91.8 save percentage. Welcome, Gustavs, and thank you uh, for setting some time aside for us. Thanks for having me. I'm hoping to learn a little bit more about your journey or path to NCAA, uh, as well as sharing like how it is playing way up in Alaska, because I know your road trips are long, and it's uh, definitely a lot different than most programs in NCAA. But why don't we start off with some easy warm-up questions. First off, uh, who's your favorite goalie? Um, as of right now, probably Andrei Vasilevsky. Um, but every... Every every year or every few years, it changes. And growing up, I liked Artur Serbe, who is who is Latvian. Then, mm-hmm. and and so on. When when the times went on, I when I started watching NHL and and uh, and those North American games, uh, Carey Price was there. Lundqvist. Uh, usually, my favorite trio was uh, Quick, Holtby, and uh, Carey Price. That was my favorite. Those are, that's a good. It's a good trio to have for sure. I think everybody. I'm gonna say our age because I'm only like five years older than you, or four years older than you actually. Everybody around our age, like Quick Holtby, uh, Price for sure. Longquist is always in the mix. Even like Kippersoft, maybe at a young age, yeah. right? Just absolute powerhouse goalies. Why did you become a goalie? I think when I was. Like five or six years old, uh, we our team had a goalie, and I kind of raised my hand, and then uh, somehow, first, first, like told my parents that I want to be a goalie, and uh, I remember I was like asking to go in the net, and there was like my dad was kind of no like stuff like that, but then I got my first gear, and then I just went from there. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, can't really remember why, but yeah, and I stick to it so. So why not? Why did you stick with being a goalie? Um, I don't actually know. Maybe, maybe I just like at first, like you didn't skate that much. I wasn't like a bad skater, <laughs> but but I don't know why. I I just tried it. I liked it, and I just enjoyed it at right. that time more than maybe going and scoring goals or something. In Latvia, do you guys use uh, like Olympic ice for the uh, majority of rinks? No, majority of rinks are like like in between. Like there's like three versions. It's Olympic, North American, and then there's a middle. I think and okay. like in between because yeah. be- behind the net, so Olympic ice. It's there's lots of room behind the net, and for NHL size, there's none. And we have in between, like it's not too much, not too small. So gotcha. I don't know. How did you get into hockey? And more importantly, how did you figure out that you liked being a goalie? That's kind of a repeat question. But uh, being from Canada, like I'm so blind or oblivious to Europeans playing hockey, to be honest with you. Like it just seems like a, a different sport for us. It's kind of like soccer or football where it's like, oh, you, how'd you get into soccer? Right. Yeah. So, like, how did you get into hockey, or is it a major, major sport? Um, 
I think it's the most popular sport in Latvia right now. Back in the day, maybe it wasn't that much. But uh, for me, so my, I have two older brothers that didn't have a chance to play hockey and uh, they had uh, rollerblades around oh, the house. Yeah. So my mom usually goes, before I started walking, I was in those roller rollerblades wheeling around the house. So, But my dad played hockey, so I went to his practices, his games, and uh, yeah, and somehow fell in love with the sport. Like every world championship, I was glued to the TV. I had my helmet, I had my gloves uh, gloves on and stick, and I was just glued to the TV and watching, watching where the puck is, where like... I don't know, I somehow fell in love with the sport. And plus, my dad played, so I saw him playing and uh, went to the locker room. I loved the locker room being when I was like six, seven year old and uh, just walking in the locker room. Like, I right. hear all the like people, like all the players talking. It was like fan atmosphere as well there. And, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I stick to the hockey or how I did it, but I think because I started skating around with the rollerblades and then my parents kind of decided to put me in hockey. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, growing up, like I'm assuming you might call it something different, but uh, like when we we're really young, we we're playing for like minor hockey, right? So like when you're ages really seven till possibly 18, if you don't go juniors right away, you're able to play for like your town association. Right. So like for me, I live here in Kamloops, BC. Uh, people would play for Kamloops minor hockey association. Right. Did you guys have a similar like minor hockey or like early hockey career sort of thing? Like you stayed with within one association. Uh, it was, I don't think it was like that. It was just, so since I'm from Riga, that's the capital mm -hmm. city, and there's uh, there's at least four, three or four teams growing okay. up, and uh, I lived really close to the two rings, but I played in a ring that was the farthest one <laughs> from my house, and uh, yeah, it's, Nailed it. it's not like you're stick to the one team because you live somewhere. It's uh, okay. it's there's I know in Riga there's only one team funded by the city. And the rest of the, they're like private teams. So, yeah, it was like that. I just, every day I, I took, uh, like either my parents drove me to the practices and stuff. And then we played, played the Riga teams. Then we went to different cities where they have ice rinks and we played there. But uh, growing up to like age eight, maybe 10, nine, 10. We all kind of every weekend we went to the one rink in whatever city and yeah. there's like lots of teams and we played against each other like two, three games a day. Oh, that was like cool. When, when we played cross ice too. Yeah. Yeah. So we call it, we call it Tim bits here. Yeah. Right. We are like, I don't know what, till what age we played that maybe like till nine years old, eight, maybe. Uh, yeah, it's pretty similar. That's pretty similar to here. And then well. after that, after that, you play on full full sheet, and then uh, there's tournaments as well. Sometimes there are tournaments, but usually we just went somewhere for a game or two. Right. 
So did you mainly play for the private teams then? Yeah. So I grew up playing for one team till I was uh, 14. Right. And then, and then what'd you do after that? So, and then after, yeah, that's 14, 15, 16, they, they create, they, they usually created like a one team that usually competed in the, in the Latvian championship for, and they played two years older or like they went up like a couple like age groups and then it's like a super team kind of thing. Yeah, they, they called it like that, but not everyone really went there. And right. also they played in St. Petersburg. We played in St. Petersburg Championship. Gotcha. So gotcha. we, my first year we played against two years older. Then my second year we played. Uh, and then like four, three or four years older. And then the, my last year we played in the Latvian second league, where it's like everyone can play there. So I'm trying to make like parallels here for like, for like Canadian hockey programs. And I don't think we really have one like that. Like we have a few private teams now popping up, but nothing that kind of jumps up in age groups, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, 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 I try to understand. I sometimes I try to understand like Canadian and North American, like that was how you go through because there's so many of those because back home we have, simple like u18s u16s u whatever but here right. i've heard like there's like midgets as you said timbits like and stuff like and I'm yeah we act the uh, like a couple years ago they just started changing the lingo where so like u18 we now call it u18 here as well right yeah. and then it's u15 so u16 so some private schools go up by year but mainly like the uh, town funded associations go up by two, maybe even three years. So like after Timbits, after the cross ice stuff, we go U10, U13, U15, U18. So everybody kind of just gets mixed around. Um, I, I, I sure creeped your elite prospects and you started playing for Team Latvia from a really young age. Like you did U16s, U17s, U18s, uh, and then U20s, World Championships, World Championship uh, Division 1A, which um, which is pretty cool. And I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, five out of the last nine years, a Latvian goalie has won top goalie of the – of the tournament, right? Best GPA and jet, not GPA, best GAA and save percentage, you being one of them, right? So you guys must be doing something right with your goalie coaching or goalie development, right? Uh, yeah, I would say, well, pretty good goalie schools back home. And uh, I don't know how we, there's a big competition in between right now, as of right now. and uh, Between, like, yeah. who you train with? No, like, yeah, say, and for, for the spot, let's say on the national team or uh, under 20s, under 18s. And, uh, yeah, I think, I don't, know, I don't know why it's like that. Maybe it's because of the traditions in 
and 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 things and uh yeah it's a great thing to kind of i don't know like like if someone says that about latvian goalie goalie school that they're good then because growing up oh it was always finland finland had a great school still has and oh, yeah. looking up to them or sweden finland sweden they're dominating i'd say unfortunately being from canada but it's hard not to find good goalies right now, right? You can only almost go to every major hockey country and find, I'd say, a handful of potential NHL goalies. Maybe that's just a hot take. Yeah, and because of the information too, now yeah. you can you can see what others are doing and trying to try to do the same or see how NHL players train. And there's like the league, like NHL gets younger too, and uh, the tech, like how you practice ten years ago, it's it's completely different as you practice now, and uh, right. it's all about adoption. You know? So, how how did you get to Alaska? <sighs> like that's got to be a story and a half, right? I saw that you played in the NA a little bit, and I'm assuming from there you got the scholarship to Alaska. But how did you? come across even to get into the NA? Uh, so I played two years in the juniors in the junior Russian junior league for Riga. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, my first app, that was my second year. After my second. Yeah. So during that second year, my Carlos Zernis, who's uh, who was the coach for Shreveport that time too for North American Hockey League. He mm-hmm. uh, uh, called me and uh, asked me if I want to join that season for playoffs. I was down. I was, uh, I was ready for that, and I just had to finalize some paperwork for uh, other players because there's an uh, import limit for them. There's too many yeah. Canadians, I think. And then uh, it somehow... So at that time i was ready to go like in a february like to to the to north, uh, north american hockey league and then uh, yeah then th- that didn't go through and at that time i already knew that next year i'll be trying to go to, st- to states and uh yeah and then that summer uh at first i went to ushl camp to cedar rapids mm-hmm. in july and uh, i was invited to the main camp and then a week before my flight to Cedar Rapids, uh, they called me and said that uh, they they don't need me, kind of. So, and then I, and then uh, Carlos called me and uh, he told me that he will take me in Shreveport. So, went to Shreveport and uh, and then we, I was there for a while and uh, in my second preseason game, Coach Largen from uh, University of Alaska, he approached me and uh, talked to me a little bit. And then I came over here to play Ice Dogs in uh, November. After that, we had a long break and then uh, talked to lo- talked to coach and saw, I saw the all facilities and stuff. And then, and then uh, yeah, then I committed here. I, I, they gave me a good offer. I, uh, yeah. So 
a handful of questions come to mind. When you were growing up, or uh, let's say 13, 14, maybe even 15, did you know you wanted to come to North America to play juniors in college? Yeah, I was. that was my kind of goal. Uh, I think a 15, 16-year-old, when I was 15, 16, I kind of figured out that, oh, there's a college level, a college league that looks kind of sick. And then I remember my first, like, first, first ever pictures or videos were from uh, uh, Minnesota Golfers Ring Arena with a big M, like everything. And I, I, yeah. I, at that time, I watched Miracle on the uh, Miracle, uh, like, five times. And I was, like, all pumped about college hockey. And, uh, and yeah, when when I had the opportunity, my main goal was to get, get to this, get to the, first of all, get to, in, to junior league and then, uh, and then, uh, and then try to get college. college division one with the scholarship. So that was my main goal. Well, you succeeded. What's after junior hockey, what is there in Europe or Latvia? Like, do they have European, uh, not European. do they have college hockey or is it kind of straight to, like low level professional try to build your way up. So that's kind of that I would say like hardest part is that after that junior, if you don't make the MHL team, you can mm-hmm. play still in Latvian highest league, but there's no gap in between the juniors and like let's say KHL. Right. And that that's what made my decision easier too, because it's it's like juniors, you kind of age out, or if you're good enough, you get your shot to play for KHL some games, but then there's nothing after that. Right. That's a pretty steep, steep incline, eh? Yeah, and it's, but yeah, it's, first of all, it's steep incline, and then uh, if you play there, you can't literally play in college, and uh, at that True. age, if you go there as a 17 or 18-year-old, you that's like a big gamble if you're going to yeah. make it or no, you know, but college is much safer choice. I think it prolongs your career a little bit and you get more time to develop. That's how I look at it. At least that's how I did look at it. When you knew you wanted to come to the States, what kind of process was it to like get your name out there or like, did you have to sign up for a certain program sort of thing? Uh, for me, it was kind of, easier i would say because as i mentioned before carlos zernis who's he helped me a lot and he's been helping other people uh other latvians a lot here so uh he has his bit because of him i'm 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 where i am at, at right now too and uh that's that's why i'm here and yeah because Makes of sense. him, like that, 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 that's what helped me a lot. Yeah, I would say that's pretty easy. Being from the capital city of Latvia, moving to Alaska, how have you found the change of culture there? And do you miss the sun in the wintertime? Yeah, it's, it's a little bit different. And overall, in like moving from, from Latvia to states, like first year in, in Louisiana in Shreveport as well it's everything is so spread out like so big and then 
yeah, here too, it's, it's different, but it's, of course I miss sun, but since <laughs> we, we travel so much this year, we were on the road so much that we didn't really felt that. And then, uh, yeah, and of course I'm used to big city, like walking everywhere or uh, having everything close to me here. It's, you have to drive everywhere kind of, but, uh, I like it. Uh, nature is beautiful. So maybe instead of having that city rush, you know, like that, like all the time something's moving, it's more chill here. Right. But there's some pros and cons along the way, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little cold. It's cold, yeah, but if you have a heated garage, let's say, that helps a lot. But, uh, yeah, it has its own pros and cons, but it's not, not that bad. You kind of dabbled on a little bit. Long road trips for you guys, right? Like, instead of doing weekend games, you're down for two, three weeks at a time, traveling around southern states, a.k.a. like the other, every other state. Yeah. playing games right how are those road trips for morale or how do you do your school work how do you stay on top of everything else um it's it's first of all it's tough for the body uh mentally as well but uh i mean just you just have to think about how what's what's the best way to prepare yourself for the to have success in a weekend, you know, and uh, you kind of mature more and uh, for, and same goes for school. You have to kind of be disciplined about doing your homework and finishing everything before the weekend. So you don't, you're, you're not chasing the eight ball, you, you know, and, uh, and uh, I don't know, it's, it's tough, but it's, it makes you more mature at the same time. It's yeah. I, all I have done here, it's just traveling. I, I, I don't know what, how, how it is to just, I don't know, take a bus 45 minutes and play somewhere, you know? So mm-hmm. all I've done here, it's only been long road trips. And, uh, but also they're fun. We have, we have chance to see lots of places too. And, uh, which is cool. And, uh, this year, especially when we went, to Arizona, New York and, uh, and places like that, which is, I don't think all the, uh, like every team can, can do that, which is right. for us. It's pretty cool. I'm going to segue this to your YouTube channel. Cause I, I did watch your like vlog travel vlogs for when you guys did go to Arizona, New York, and uh, I think Boston was the other one. Right. So how'd you get into the, or why'd you start doing YouTube videos? Um, for me, like, first of all, I, I just, my, since I came here, I was like, I bought, I had, I got a camera, I got like a GoPro. So, um, I just wanted to record like stuff for myself to see my parents, uh, to show my parents. And, uh, because all the time I come here, I just t- tell them like, oh yeah, it's cold outside or it's lots of snow or, uh, it's beautiful outside and they don't know what it is. And when I go home and they ask like, how's your locker room? How's your I don't know, road trips. And I'm like, yeah, it's this or that. So this semester, especially I'm taking less credits since I'm almost done with school. 
and right. uh, I have more free time. And I want, kind of wanted to learn a new skill, so which is editing videos, creating, create, create, creating some content, and uh, so yeah. And then I, I decided to show every like the world because the Why not? teammates, yeah, teammates liked it. People want to see it, so I don't think it'll be like a thing where I'm like influencer, where I'm or whatever they call it, and just posting videos every week, but. If I create something, I'll just post it. And if people like it, I'll keep doing it a little, but nothing too too professional or or something like that, you know? Uh, I thought they looked pretty good, to be honest with you. I liked uh, – it gives, like, younger goalies, like, an insight of what they're actually working for. Like, what does college hockey actually look like, right? And more specifically, like, what does – university of alaska look like because it's so different right with the travel with k what do you guys do during the travel like three weeks on the road it's like what do you do right so i got to see a little bit of insight so i i I liked it i'll probably be sending it out why not but uh anyways let's get into your game a little bit what do you think your main strengths are as a goalie? I think for me, it's this feeling the game, kind of reading the game as well. Like having that sense, maybe. Right. Also, um, I'm not afraid to uh, play the puck like behind the net or do a puck handling. Like I'm not scared of that. I'll be do. I'll do that and keep doing it and try to help my D as much as I can. And, uh, yeah, and just, I don't know, like maybe battling. It's so, it's so hard to say about myself. Maybe if I like, I'm not so much, I don't know how I'd say it. Like I like to, or I don't know what to say about my game, you know, maybe other coaches see it and, they can talk more about it, but that's what right. I think, maybe. I watched your uh, highlight video from your channel. I did see you toe drag a guy behind the net, so I would probably say puck handling's one. Like skating, you looked quite comfortable skating around and like almost like it looked smoother than a normal goalie does, to be honest with you. In a battle, that's, that's just good. should just be a given, but Here's a question that I am kind of looking for an outside-of-the-box answer for. What does hard work look like to you? It's discipline, showing up, and kind of caring, I would say. Caring about your, about your teammates, about your body. Don't be – don't, like, if you have a good game, just – or being like, uh, what's the word? Uh, consistency, consistent, yeah. being consistent, you know, and after a good game or a bad game, you still consistently do the same thing. Um, it's not always if you win, win on Saturday night, it's not always leave, re- leave after, right after the practice, uh, after the game, it's taking care of your body. Like it's like consistency. Right. Then, Showing up on Monday when when it's the toughest, you still have to show up and uh, 
and be disciplined and just work your work 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 hard you know and then mm -hmm. doing everything with a purpose kind of thing you know right i would say those are my good answers what uh what separates you from the rest of the goalies in the league like what's something that you feel like you bring extra to the table i would say also puck handling that yeah. that was because i've seen i've seen a lot of a lot of a lot of different goalies that some does it good some doesn't don't do it as well um do you guys have like set know. plays based on your puck handling ability like if you stop a rim like do your d-man know all right he's got it like let's go to like the corners and he'll make a good pass or he'll yeah. know what to do with it yeah it's they they trust me more than i would say and then before i think before right. i like before we talked about it or they just trust me more and which gives me confidence and uh i don't know what like separate like everyone tries like it's hard it's so hard for me to say something about that because i don't know because you're extremely humble i appreciate Maybe. that Maybe. Uh, yeah i appreciate that that's a good skill to have what's your pre-game routine look like and does it uh, and does it ever change so the older I get, and more it changes more. I think uh, because as older I get, I get you get kind of more experienced, and you more work with your mental side. Which you know, it's like if your routine doesn't go or whatever your rituals, pregame rituals doesn't go as as planned, you might stress out about them, and then if it'll affect your game, so. I just try to, as older I get, do as less as possible, and then uh, don't stress about if I can't do anything. I can can control something. Kinda right. Have like control what I can control, and uh, which is, um, yeah. But my rituals, um, pregame rituals. Uh, it's I usually take a nap, uh, then coffee. And then I go to the game and uh, it's usually when I show up to the rink, same, I think everyone has, does the same thing. It's tape your stick, uh, yeah. maybe have your coffee or something and then uh, do a visual, visualization and, uh, and yeah, and, and then just stretch, do a warm up and uh, go to the game, I think. Nice. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. Pretty simple, yeah. What's the biggest highlight when you're looking back on your career? What's the biggest highlight or something that comes to your mind kind of first about your career and the journey that you've made or something that you're most proud of within your career? I would say first thing that comes to my mind is uh, had a chance to play for Latvian men's national team like as a pre-tournament pre, pre game but still I played against uh, Switzerland which was pretty nice thing pretty against some NHL players as well mm -hmm. and um, how, how yeah, did you do? We lost 2 nothing, and then we did a shootout and, and uh, we did a shootout at the end, which uh, I saved all the pucks, and then Roman Yossi and Phil, uh, Kevin Fiala was shooting, which which was pretty, was pretty good highlight of my life too. 
That's pretty and cool. and also probably my last under 20 championship, which I really tried to play, really tried, wanted to have my best tournament and which I, at that time or till this moment, it's been my best tournament so far. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. All right. Last question here. What is, what was the best goalie lesson or tip that you've received? I can't remember who said it, but sometimes I just, just think about it before the games it's at the end of the day the puck will come to you i like that like Never you're really in, heard a, it. in the spot and yeah yeah so don't worry about it. it's going to come back i really appreciate you coming on any final words or anything that you want to plug maybe your youtube channel um, <laughs> you're the first person with a youtube channel so i feel like i have to ask if you want it to be plugged <laughs> Yeah, make sure you're subscribed and uh, comment. <laughs> like, now, comment, subscribe. If anyone has any suggestions about maybe recording some videos, for, like, then let me know and I'll try to do my best till I can here or till I'm here. Perfect. Absolutely. Well, Gustav, I really appreciate you coming on and taking the time out of your busy day. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having right. me.